Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 204. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Ooh. Joining me all the way from Los Angeles, California, it's the author of The Perfect Amount of Wrong, Fresh, from his live performance and book release in Chicago, whoop, Illinois. It's your boy, Mike Barado Bridenstine. What's up, pigs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's your boy. It's really growing on me. I I was ma- <laughs> I was making a turkey sandwich today. And <laughs> I thought I, I was like, oh, he's gonna say, What's up, pigs again? And it made me laugh out loud to myself making a fucking sandwich. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's. Uh... I mean, I hope you pigs are good out there. You know I mean? <laughs> hope you pigs are getting all the slop you need. You know, <laughs> alternate universe power moves. Listeners are piggies. What's up, pigs? <laughs> What's up, pigs? I mean, to me, you're not daddies. You're pigs. So to me, you'll always be pigs. <laughs> You're always pigs to me. You're all pigs to me, baby. I, I wish I had a soundboard with with uh, pig noises I could play every the time kid you from, say uh, Christmas Christmas story. <laughs> Piggy moves. Uh, I'm insane. I'm insane enough to to uh, change the show. We all, I am that insane. That I would do something like that just to, because it entertained me. All this stuff, I think, for the most part, most of the things that you and I do comedically, at heart, are really just to entertain ourselves. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's always do what's funny to you, and then jokes will follow. That's how I feel about it. Like, right. if you're a great joke writer. Do that. <laughs> if you are just like a goofy, silly boy, and that gets laughs. Do that. Like, just do what's funny to you. Sure, but there's got to be a lot. There's a lot of people that make things that are creative that do not. They don't think are good or funny. They, oh yeah, they're just guessing what the pigs want. So like, I didn't perform to the front of the room. I didn't perform to audience members in seats. Until I moved to Los Angeles, my sets were always aimed at the back of the the comedians at the back of the room. Right. When I was in Chicago. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that was a bad idea (laughs) for the most part. Yeah. It was the ones that that um, really just dialed in and tried to do it like a job that ended up getting their own TV shows. Yeah, the people who took it seriously ended up getting serious shit from it. But but guess what? I had, uh, you know, some good drinking friends. <laughs> I, so who really won? God damn it, they did. We had couples therapy before the show. 
and <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name for it. <laughs> maybe that if we brought back the pregame we call it couples therapy that's pretty good that's so fun that's pretty good off that's a good riff because that is what it was maybe we should have a side podcast called i mean sure couples therapy has to be the name of a show already but oh, I'm probably 15 shows. We should call it wine and murder. <laughs> murder is awesome. <laughs> Two babes, one murder. I love murder. I love I love murder with two babes. Just boil down every popular podcast. I love murder. I love fucking. I love sports. <laughs> the I yeah. love the I love network is <laughs> blowing up. Two s- Two sluts describe cocks. <laughs> yeah. It's couples therapy, though. I like that. I mean, no one's probably ever done it. With if And if you're like, yes, it has, uh, throw in some Zs. Yeah, but we make, it, we make it better. It, it doesn't matter if someone's already done an idea. It's, it's who yeah. perfects it. That's what makes it. It's who difference. perfects it. It's who perfects it in all things. Yeah. Foods, especially. It's, yeah. If you come up with Someone came up with bread, but whoever came up with sliced bread, that's who that's because that's a thing. That was a big yeah. deal. It was on. I, I love this show. Uh, food, no, I've heard. I've heard the saying food, the best thing food, since sliced bread. Food that built America is yeah. arguably my current favorite TV show to binge at night. And I record them all on DVR. So if there's ones that I missed or forgot about watching because I was drunk or something, I rewatch yeah. those. And one of the episodes is basically Slice about bread. the spread slicer. No one, no one fucking thought of that before. It always blows my mind how late, like the rolly bag came to. There's like certain inventions where you're like, you know, yeah, they used to just carry luggage. Like you can picture like old <laughs> baseball players carrying suitcases and shit. <laughs> right. And then like in 19. 19- 99 someone's like what if it was like a wheel and then you pulled it and everybody's like oh we're fucking stupid completely different thing too i remember going to like uh out of town lake vacation with the fam when i was a little kid and i had this little suitcase that i had to jam all my stuff it was like a it's a big briefcase it's stupid Mm mm-hmm but no, and someone's you, like, what if you put wheels on it? If you made it a rectangle and fatter with wheels on it. And then I'd see people with those like, oh, my God, that's incredible. How about those a million dollars? <laughs> Rich people bag. Don't even have to carry it. Just roll it on. You don't even over. have to carry it. Yeah, you, for rich people. That's what rich people get. They get wheels. Which <laughs> people used to be poor. They had horses. And then the rich people, yeah. they got wheels. Wheels. Wheels make you rich. <laughs> yeah. So the point of, of uh, couples therapy, though, is we were discussing yeah. how when you have big life events, and in, in particular, Brian. 1970, they were invented. Yeah, that was, that was like a microwave then. A microwave was like $100,000. And those uh, suitcases were like three grand or something. And then in 1987, they made it vertical, attaching two wheels and a retractable handle. That's way too late, man. That's like <laughs> 17 when, years to change the, when the design of it. When the ball went between Bill Buckner's legs, nobody had rolling suitcases. Like this. <laughs> yeah. That's why people were all pissed. They were like extra hot. They oh, my came God. Came into town to go to this game carrying luggage all day and. 
fucking Ronald Reagan, most of his presidency, nobody had rolling luggage. No, everyone had to carry his jelly bean filled luggage everywhere he (laughs) went. (laughs) Yeah. Brill cream and Nancy's fucking strap on. They had to put pack all that in there. Those tops with the wooden border came out. Nobody had ever seen a rolling suitcase before. <laughs> Mind blown. I'm telling you, there probably were a billion dollars for the rich people only get wheels. You know, there had to Don be. Don Mattingly wins an MVP, carries around a suitcase. I wonder how many people like took the truck off a skateboard and just screwed it onto the bottom of their suit. Like, we're not buying that, Barbara. We're fucking, I'll make it myself in the garage. Take this skateboard wheel from, uh, Bill Jr. doesn't ride a skateboard anymore. I took his wheels off it, put it on our suitcase. We look real real uh, cosmopolitan when we pull up to the Red Roof Inn for the, for the weekend. I mean, it's insane. It's insane how recent that is. I was, I mean, I was alive before rolling suitcases. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying couples therapy. Oh, I'm talking about couples therapy. Well, we really went on a major side tangent. I don't even know if it's yeah. if it's uh, if it's possible to steer the plane back to this. No, we were talking about how when you have um, major life experiences that bring you up, it's very difficult yeah. afterwards if you don't have a replacement <laughs> to uh, so fill right that in, void. Yeah, after, after I went to Chicago, fantastic trip. I just kind of feel empty this week. <laughs> like last week I was on WGN. I was in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. The New York Times, the print, the print edition came out this week and it was fun to go like look for that to see like where you get a seven like a 7-eleven i gave it i gave it away but where you could get a new york times in los angeles was like a lot harder than you would think yeah like and so it was kind of it was such a good week and thank you i know that there's people who listen to both uh my show and and power move so thank you uh again for the power moves listeners who who came to that there's you know, that was, that was a real big treat for your boy. And then this week, just kind of that empty, like, oh, where, where'd you guys all go? <laughs> it's like um, it's like you were super famous. And every night you uh, went into a bar, restaurant, and you took home a dime piece. I mean, the hottest babes were all over you and you just had your pick. And then um, your TV show went off the air or something and you weren't famous anymore. And then you go up to babes and be like, Hey, uh, don't, you know, like, don't you want to pay me attention to me? And they're like, ew, get away. <laughs> now you're you're going to get back to ew, get away <laughs> shortly after yeah. this after this burns out. If you don't roll steamroll it into something else. And I'm like, I'm the only person rowing the, the boat, so, so to speak. And so, <laughs> so it, it's like, uh, I don't know, people would just be like, hey, could you like talk to the guy from the New York Times to review my album it's just like i don't like know that guy what do you mean (laughs) right no i absolutely i cannot hey i got another record i'm lucky i got this this is not like was not like an easy thing that i just fucking went i didn't just reach out and like everyone was like hey you gotta no (laughs) hey review this fucking stand-up album no this lone this lonely new york times writer who's like if only i knew what albums were out <laughs> right if only what there Someone. was a, if only there was a way for me to look up what uh stand-up albums came out today 
If only there was like a service that had those all listed and ranked. <laughs> Somebody recommend me something. Jesus Christ. I don't know how to find anything. Please, God. Like, is there any good shows to watch? Like fucking Rotten Tomatoes, man. Go on there and see what's popular. I don't. Yeah, you should check it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's. Yeah. And uh, most of the comedians have had. I mean, it's been mostly positive, but I just dwell on the people who've been negative about little stupid bullshit. And it's like, yes. okay, go write your own book then. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Fuck you. You write a book. That's like fuck you go. What is your what what did you say in your fucking book? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> the amount of people that that actually have feelings like against the book you wrote is yeah. hilarious to me it's hilarious it's oh you should talk you should talk to cj 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 can't get enough of it <laughs> yeah cj probably loves yeah, it the same it. way yeah. i do <laughs> it's just yeah. like what are you doing don't you have anything don't you like football or something don't you have <laughs> golf fucking something that this is the only thing on your mind i need the sag strike to get over besides so people can get paid just so some people have shit to go, you know, go do their one line and get them to the Greek too. Well, soon you'll for you'll forget all about the um, the bad things, and then you'll start to remember the good things. But then, what's going to happen is you're going to be uh, you're you're still like have some residuals from that hot bang you got with the book coming out. But then, I'm sorry to say that the emptiness you feel now is going to turn into sadness probably in like a week or two and it's going to feel worse and then after the sadness goes away because no there's nothing to fuck for you you're gonna you're you're going to shift back to normal brido so this is this is such a catholic way to look at things i had like a really good weekend and it's like, oh, shit, now I got to have a really bad weekend. <laughs> you had like this whole ride of the book, uh, the whole trajectory of it is like you had a great you had it literally like you had one great weekend. It's what people go through every day, every week. If they have like a job they fucking hate, you had an awesome weekend with a barbecue and your buddies were over and your wife yeah. didn't fight with you and you got yeah. a blowjob and yeah. and you had like like 16 beers on Sunday and you got to watch red zone all you want. And then it's Monday and you have to go back to a cubicle. Oh my God. I thought yeah. my life was awesome. And now, now you're back in your bridal office there and, <laughs> and you're like, what do I do now? And it's just start over. Well, maybe you'll, maybe you'll parlay this. I think it'd make a good, there's a, again, you go on like Amazon, there's 500,000 documentaries on everything. And I'm like, there's like 20 Dio documentaries and there's <laughs> stuff like some guy who invented the rubber bu- be- bouncy ball and it, 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 just anything. This would be yeah. a great, easy documentary. 57, like, 52 minutes, 52 minutes, I think would be good. There's like two Ric Flair documentaries, like two uh american gladiators documentaries came out this year yeah i'd watched the other one i watched the netflix one which i thought was better um, i didn't finish the, the part two of the um of the hulu? hulu one i believe well see i like uh i like ben berman he 
has been on my podcast. He's like an, and I liked his amazing Jonathan documentary and his came out first. So I was like fully invested. And then like a fucking a day later, they're like Netflix is doing American gladiators. It's just like, what? Right. Well, I, I thought I thought the the one was a little bit better. Either way, they're both way too long winded. They should have been a ninety minute tops documentary. It's like all the other complaints I have about these documentaries. I don't need fucking eight episodes about some cult in Portland. I need fucking tell me the story and all the really bad stuff. Jam it. Oh, in. that one was pretty good though. Yeah, it was o- it was okay, but it's too long. It's too much of the same bullshit. I don't need well, that. The Derek Jeter one. They just were trying to think of shit to throw in there. But yeah, that was the whole, that was the last dance effect. People had nothing to do. It was during lockdown. That and Tiger King were multi-part documentaries, especially the Jordan thing. But last dance, I wish was 20 episodes. I I know. I watched it literally. I watched it literally 10 times. Easy. (laughs) I mean, I'll just every now and then I'll just throw it on. I'll be like, that's what I do. And then I see where I was. I'm like, oh, I stopped it a month ago on episode four. I can't pick anything to watch. I can always put on last dance. I like to get. Yeah, I like a I like a Ken Burns multi-part thing on the West. I'll just eat some Eddie's and fucking uh, (laughs) just zone out and be like, oh, man, it's fucked up what Custer did. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I do with my food programs. <laughs> like, oh man, fucking Frito Lay. That's how Frito Lay started. There was a one guy who owned the Fritos, and then there was this Lay guy who made chips. Oh my god! And I fucking I just get off to it. But like, Is that the, what happened? Yeah, there's a guy named like Guillermo or something that invented the Frito, and then there's the Lay guy, and then they they combine oh, forces. I never, I never even thought of that. Food that's that, like smart. You would, smart and final. Smart and final. Are a guy named Smart and a guy named Final. That's like in an Andy Peters bit, and it's fact checkable. Smart and Final. That's crazy. A guy named Smart and a guy named Final. Well, I think you would really like the food that built America. I like everything like that. Right. There's one that they did that was like almost like a dramatic reenactment series about about Jack Daniels, like condoms, somewhat tro- like Trojan condoms. Uh, and Budweiser, the condoms and you need. Budweiser, drink the condoms you will forget to use after you drink too much fucking Jack Daniels. That's kind of how they were trying to tie it together. They're like the vice of America, like. But basically, Budweiser was just like located on the Mississippi River and the farthest like place west in the United States, and they were invented refrigerated train cars, and it's just like they had it all figured out. <laughs> Jack Daniels, you seem pretty clean. Jack Daniels was like <laughs> that's the the Jack Daniels. Jack Jack Daniels, you seem pretty clean. <laughs> <laughs> you seem you seem clean to me. I mean, you, you couldn't possibly have nothing. <laughs> Jack Daniels, she couldn't possibly have nothing. <laughs> that's the slogan. That's like that's like their their worst slogan was Jack Daniels. She couldn't have it. <laughs> she couldn't have nothing. Oh, she couldn't have nothing. <laughs> Jack Daniels, you're clean, right? <laughs> Jack Daniels, she seems probably good. <laughs> There's no good way to ask that either. <laughs> you're clean, right? <laughs> There's no good so, way. 
So like, am I going to end up all fucked up down there? Or? <laughs> am I going to get the bumps? Am I going to get weird so, bumps? You going to give me the basement bumps? Hey, I had a really nice dinner with you. It was, uh, it was romantic, I think. Uh, no, 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 respectfully to me, romantic. You, uh, you had a nice big bowl of pasta. You looked really satisfied. Anyway. Nice to really get your clothes off here, and oh my God, yeah, this is. Hey, before we go any further, you're not gonna um ruin my my hog, right? <laughs> uh, babe, this candlelight dinner so romantic. I think the the way that it twinkles your eyes, you look so beautiful. Have a good time. Yeah, you so you smell so nice. Oh, I love the way that your blouse hits. It shows the nape of your neck oh and, i thank you oh i just you just so much romance is in the air anyway mm, I'm wet. I, i've been meaning to ask you are you going to riddle my junk with red lumps what oh my god you're going home you fucking asshole no my pussy are you going <laughs> going to demolish my cock what with what what are you talking about i washed my pussy with french soaps with fancy soaps and it's so clean. You're an asshole. I'm never talking to you again. How much pus will come out of my dick hearts? <laughs> I got that. That's come. You came already. Oh my god. Oh, is that oh, what that babe. is? <laughs> I'm so sorry to ask this. <laughs> gave me some instantaneous STD that made you gave me an instant. <laughs> It's STD that made this goop come out of my penis. What do you? That's come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's. But yeah, those those shows are good. I did. I did the uh, the Blackout Diaries podcast the other day. Which oh. who knows? I don't know what their scheduling process is of when those come out, but you'll get to hear some good drunk stories from me. And I, I was trying to think what I used to do when I would do that show, and I remembered the one story, and I forgot to tell it on the show. I had a list, and they only have you on for so long. <laughs> where, where I um I go home with the Hooters uh bartender. I I, I have to tell the story because I. <laughs> I've told it on stage a million times. I go home with the Hooters bartender. And and um we um do it or whatever. And then I wake up in the middle of the night and we, it was a Jameson night. You're clean, right? <laughs> Jameson, you got no problems down there. I wake up in the middle of the night and I go to pee and I gotta like stumble around in a house that you don't know where it is like where the bathroom is and you w went to bed hammered and I'm, I'm peeing and I look down and my dick is just fucking blowing up like a balloon. Like I think I'm in a dream state cause I was, I'm still drunk and I'm just staring at my dick and I feel it get just super hot and it, bl it blows up and I was like, I'm, I'm making a nightmare in Elm street thing. Like what the fuck is happening? And then my dick explodes and it just like, like it just falls part of my dick. All the skin that was blowing up falls off, and I'm like, my I can't comprehend what the fuck is going on. And then I realized that I fell asleep with a condom on, and it it dried around. And 
I was so distraught. I went out into the living room and um, uh, cuddled with her English bulldog on the couch until it got light out, and then I went home. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's such, an, it's such a... It's not exaggerated. I really... My brain really had to endure this. <laughs> That's... That's got to be the, almost the best feeling in the world, though, is realizing what didn't what explode. It was. <laughs> yeah, like the oh fuck, oh oh, I get it. I, it <laughs> I don't, I don't know where I am. <laughs> like what? I just know I'm in an apartment somewhere, <laughs> and there's a I mean, chick. The, there's worse things that could happen. One time, my dick exploded, and I didn't have any excuse. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I got. This fucking instantaneous STD you get from uh, having sex with a Hooters chick. <laughs> oh, man, there is a woman at my show that everybody used to call Trick Cigar. Okay. She, her teethers were all fucked, so it looked like she had an exploding cigar. <laughs> So people called her tr- Trick Cigar. Oh, holy shit. This was at your show? Yeah. Oh. And she came. <laughs> Does she know this is her nickname? Don't know. But I know that. Uh, well, cla- I, 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 I will say the first thing I noticed is beautiful set of veneers. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. So her teethers were all fixed. <laughs> It'd be terrible if. um. It, she was called Trick Cigar, but her teeth were all perfect. <laughs> it was like her butthole was all exploded. <laughs> she got she got butthole veneers. <laughs> Here's an old yeah. pop balloon is coming. <laughs> Here comes old poppy. <laughs> old pop balloon. Here comes old sloppy pop balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, why does everybody call you Slappy Pop Balloon? Trick, Shut up. Trick Cigar. Is she hot now? Like, was she no. like really, was she like super attractive but had busted teeth? You know, I'm going to go with no. But, I mean, if you, if you let your teeth go, you're probably not paying the most attention to everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you have wonderful teeth were these like crooked teeth or these like um you don't like one of her in my head she would smile and like a couple of them teeth looked stained like dead or stained and stuff Uh uh-huh yeah dead yeah which that can kill you that that shit kills people like if you get a fucking if you have a tooth like a dead tooth or a rotten tooth or something yeah, it like seeps into your sinuses and your fucking facial cavity and all that shit. A lot of people die from not going to the dentist. That is holy shit. That is my one of my things. Like, I don't like going to the dentist, but I go because Dude, I haven't been to the dentist that. in like I don't even know the last time I went to the dentist. You're not alone. You you are not alone. It is going to the dentist like in a big city like Los Angeles. Finding nightmare. like finding like a dentist or something, fucking nightmare. No, I have okay. So I have to get a new passport, and so I I 
turned in my old passport and I filled out the paperwork and I got new photos taken and I paid $165. A week ago, a police officer calls me and goes, we found your passport. It was stolen by this guy. Do you know him? And I was like, no, I um Mike i Burns. just sent away michael, for michael burns stole your i just passport. sent away i just sent away for new passport and they're like yeah well this guy had it and he's like we're gonna put it in the mail what the fuck so when i got back from chicago i went up to my mailbox it was the unit i have a house but that they are like a bunch of houses look similar and then there's like a, a central mailbox for everybody and it was ripped open, and that was gone. So my passport has been stolen twice, what? And, I've ne- and I've never received it. So now I have to go to the Van Nuys post office. Oh no! With, with my birth certificate, <laughs> no, another, <laughs> no, pay the hundred sixty-five again because I canceled it. I canceled it on the. Like Department of State website. (laughs) Holy shit. I don't. So we opened a P.O. box. I don't know what the fuck to do. One of them was stolen from our mailbox and one was stolen by by a post office employee. Yeah, I don't even know. That sounds like a like the cops found all this guy's shit he took. Some guy was swiping and they caught him on camera. That's the only way that they would actually have your fucking passport. This dude probably knows exactly, you know, it goes through the scanner or whatever, and he knows it's a passport. This is worth fucking money. Yoink. So I don't even know how to get a passport now. <laughs> I fucking... People are just stealing it? Yeah. I mean, I've I've touted small town living enough on this show, but it when you tell me shit like that, it reminds me, what a fucking nightmare every single thing is and why it's so stressful to live in a big city because every single fucking thing is ugh, I gotta yeah, get a light I gotta go to the DMV sucks. what the fucking shit like no if I was in my town in Iowa my parents town I would just go to the courthouse and do all of this walk on without, in <laughs> walk in there's a sign that says like you have to wear a shirt that's hilarious otherwise like you just walk in and do it here. It's like nightmare, 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 nightmare. <laughs> well, I still have PTSD from that sort of living situation. So like, like, like when I go to the dentist, there's one other person in the dentist office waiting to go in. I go right in immediately. I'm like almost bummed. Like what? I should have to wait, like play on my phone. Like my appointments at two appointments at two. Yeah. On, on um, Tuesday, I went and I got a uh, uh, skin cancer screening where they put me in this big-ass machine. I went first they, just to get a, like, checkup, and the nurse comes in, and she gives me, like, a little look-see, and she's like, pop your jersey and, you know, your treat. And then she um, she looks at my back, and she's like, wow. She's like, we can't just fucking – you have a lot of moles. <laughs> so I am, I'm, like, I'm polka-dotted, freckly. And she's like, we got to put you in this Vectra machine or something. So – I had to wait another month, and then I came back. I hope I didn't have anything that needed to come off in that last month, or there's going to be words. But I went in this machine. Anyway, this whole thing was, like, fucking stressed me for, like, a couple days. Like, oh, I got to go to this place, and then there's probably a billion people, and I got to wait. No. I'm here for my appointment. I was there at 
214. Michael Michael Burns and then walked to the next place, scanned, done, walked out. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to get that sucks. I had to get my clothes off and I'm uh, like they give me some paper gown to put on like a robe. And uh, yeah. I'm like, but I'm going to have to take it off for the thing anyway. So I get I get all um I get all nudies and then the fucking nurse walks in with the assistant chick and like I've got to be in the machine like they're going to check they got to check all the shit and they got the door wide up and they're like oh we can come back blah, blah, blah. I'm like I'm going to just take this off right when you just, I'm just standing there I'm like doors open I'm like come in just come in just come in I'm not shy I don't fucking care oh oh my god <laughs> and then got like they got to check all the moles and then they circle the ones that might have a problem and then you go in the machine and it it takes a bazillion photos of you and they fucking go study all those. And that's the other thing. She's like, yeah, I'm going to be the one looking through all these photos anyway, so it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, I want copies for my OnlyFans. That joke went over pretty, went over well. It went over well. I killed, I killed for those two nurses. Wow. This is making me uncomfortable and I wasn't even one of the women looking at your nude hog. So anyway, uh, it, my, Doctor, yeah. hi, Doctor Hog Moles. This I'm, I'm I don't have any hog moles. Uh, there might have used to have been one, but I think it's all faded off from use. <laughs> She's the one they call Doctor Hog Moles. She's the one that takes the photos of your moles. <laughs> yeah, but I, if I would, whenever I had to go do something like that in Los Angeles, it was like drive to Sherman Oaks and fucking. Two and a half hours there, and no. then try to find yeah. this place, and then like, Ugh. and I would just not go. I would just not go. So I understand why you haven't been to the dentist because it fucking sucks. No. I went it's, to some everything sucks. I went to some place in Los Angeles like to go to the dentist, and it was like I walked in and the place was filthy. And the first thing she told me was that they had to do some scraping where they had to go up underneath all my gums and like surgically cut them and scrape out scaling or something and, and then i went i was like i just got up out of the chair i was like i'm not doing that like what i've never heard of this and apparently it might be a thing or something that some people need to have done but i went to another dentist and they're like oh my god no your gums are fine your teeth are plenty healthy oh, just I, need a cleaning. I went i went to a dermatologist in our old like between our old neighborhood and like the Figget Seventh Gym. So whatever neighborhood, kind of Koreatown adjacent, like that area. And it was like it I walked into the waiting room of this dermatologist, and it was like, you know, Indiana Jones would have like a fucking chase scene in this. Place. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> like I just sat down and everybody's screaming, and it's like, uh you know, like 120 degrees in there. Uh. And, like, and it's just, it's just fucking third world. And I just go, nope. And I got in my car and I fucking drove home. And I'm like, I guess whatever this thing is, is just going to have to never be, <laughs> never be known. That's, that's ex that's again that's a byproduct of like the places i went to they're not fan they're fucking clean and nice i i went to some bad fucking places in los angeles for everything everything was always like i was in a takeout only 
Chinese food restaurant. Yes. Like, like, yeah. Like that kind of decor and filth and like where you can't, the door shuts to the kitchen and it's like you don't see in the kitchen at all. It's just takeout and like. There, yeah, there is there's just some like a guy, closet. There's a guy yeah, slumped like a, over in the fucking sleeping in the fucking corner. No, the, yeah, it looks like um, a storefront where they do like illegal activities in Chinatown or something. <laughs> right. Or, it, or it's like, or it's like COVID era waiting room of a Harold's chicken. Like, <laughs> Except in this case, you're going to have to take your clothes off and then they're going to cut something off your body with a fucking knife. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're fucking not. This is. This looks like a murder hotel from like the movie seven. I remember, Fuck no. I remember that filth dentist. I was sitting there in the waiting room and I looked at the blinds and I ran my finger along the blind and my finger was just black. I was like, no, <laughs> if this is your level of cleanliness that you hold to your fucking waiting room at the dentist, what, a, what, a, what? I'm not letting you put anything in my mouth, and then you tell me you got to cut all my gums open or something. Oh man, I'm gonna cut your gums open. I mean, that's our... that's when you go home to Iowa. That's when you should just go do all this stuff. Oh, I go to the eye doctor. My doctor's name is Ben. Ben um, treats me real nice. I might I might text his cell phone today to see if I can get more contacts. I used to bank at Community Bank in my ha- in my hometown. I used to call them, say, "Hey, hey, it's Mike Bridenstine. What is my balance?" And they'd be like, "Well, it's negative eighteen dollars, Mister Bridenstine." And I'd be like, "Thank you." And then I would be done. It was granted I had to mail checks home. Right. Yeah. I I used to never ever go to the bank, but now my bank is across the street, like it's a block and a half away. So if I want like some money or to do something with my account i don't like i just walk across the street and actually go to the bank because i kind of like it because you know why brado they got the dumb dumb suckers oh yeah 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 so a root beer get a root beer dumb dumb yeah i usually get a i get a watermelon i'll get a green apple i'll get a i'll get i'll get a fucking um I'll get a root beer i'll get the question mark one the one that nobody knows what that is yeah my weed store has Jolly Ranchers, and mm. I gotta tell you, but I gotta tell you, I don't, I don't love Jolly Ranchers. Really? Yeah, I think that it, like the satisfaction of biting and chewing it when you're ready to be done with it is is uh, you can't do that with a Jolly Rancher. No, it is a lot of flavor that doesn't pay off in any sort of jaw satisfaction. Whereas I want like, jaw satisfaction at the end of it. Like if there's gum, having a little bit of crispy or crunchy outer shelling on, on like a, on the gum aspect of it, like a blow pop is very satisfying. Whereas like a Jolly Rancher, it just kind of curls up into your teeth. Yes. And it's also a very, dense stiff hard fucking candy so you if you bite yeah. into that it's just like it might just stick yeah. your teeth together for a second yeah. which is yeah it could be a filling yeah. problem happening yeah. or a broken tooth whereas like a dum-dum is a cheap shitty candy which is you can like suck on that for till it's half gone and then just crunch and then chew up the stick and chewing up the stick gives you a little bit of satisfaction you chew the stick up until it's all wet and then you throw it away yeah it's a that's what i want is like the the suck until you can crunch it. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I want you to suck it until you can crunch it. 
That's yeah. That yeah. actually makes sense. That I was just thinking that was yeah. Till it's hard and you can crunch it. Yeah. Till you crunch it. That should be the new saying for Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> suck it, suck it. Till you can crunch it. <laughs> you can't crunch them though. It'd have to be for dum dums. Dum dums. Yeah. Suck it until you crunch it. Well, blow pop. That'd probably be perfect. Blow pop is blow pop is yeah. Suck it until you can crunch it and get the gum inside. Mm-hmm. Suck, <laughs> it until you, suck it until you crunch it, and so you can get the. Suck it until you crunch it, until you get the yeah the soft it's stuff. It's all right. Inside. It's all there. Yeah, there's a lot of right. options. I'd have to get a a whiteboard and probably do some gushers brain, brainstorming. <laughs> gushers have a bunch of wet shit hit the back of your throat. Gushers bust in your mouth. <laughs> Those are so sexualized. Gushers, we all know what that is. <laughs> We know what you're doing. We know. We know what you. It's what you're not doing. an appetizing thing. Gush, man. What's what's the food product that you're consuming right now? Gushers. What are you doing? Um, you know. Hey, man. What you up to? You want to go to the? No, you know. I think I'm just gonna stay home tonight. Eat some gushers. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to stay home and eat gushers. <laughs> That's got to be a channel on like a Pornhub or something. Gushers? Oh yeah, I can't. I mean, somebody's job to create porno titles. <laughs> right. <laughs> a fun job, probably. I would do it. I would. I would love to. Could I just write those or shoot those? It seems like they're very popular. I'm for it. Hire Mike. Porno people. Hire Mike Byrne. <laughs> show you his is moly hog. He is not. He is not shy. No moles. There's no moles, and it's clean. It looks like uh, Mitch. What was that guy's name? Lindsey Graham's ladybug. Oh, God. <laughs> if that was the case, they would ever have ever. I would be at the dermatologist a lot, getting things removed. You guys can't see uh, Burns' back, but it looks like somebody chewed up an Oreo and then um, spit it baby bird style onto his <laughs> under his butt, it's, his back, his not, dick. It's not like that. It's big clumps of moles all over. <laughs> what do you see? Listen to him. It is like that. I've seen it. Now I'm going to have to put a photo up somewhere. <laughs> it's just some freckles and some moles. They're all. They're not very big. <laughs> Now his that's why every woman who's ever dated him keeps calling his dick uh the caviar <laughs> pole. God. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't want caviar pole, Brido. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly, he's got caviar pole. <laughs> caviar pole. That's so disgusting. Those are just my little ladybug. <laughs> his taint, his taint looks should, like somebody I mean, barfed you, up uh, Oreo cookies. You might want to expand on you. Tell them the Lindsey Graham thing because not there's everyone, a Lindsey Graham. Assume everyone uh, knows what this is. There's a story that going around that Lindsey Graham, who is a senator from I want to say South Carolina or a House member from sounds, South, sounds he's right. in the Congress. And Lindsey Graham has never been married, and, mm. and he's a Republican. Bach- bachelor for life. Loves the bachelor the for life. He was always like John McCain sidekick. Um, he's a sidekick guy. That guy is just a weenie. He's a sidekick guy. He's, he's like weenie. a penis. Yeah, he's a real penis, this guy. And apparently a male 
sex worker said that he kept getting wet wipes to wipe off pot. What he thought was like poop <laughs> on on his butt, spit up Oreos and taint, and he's like wiping at it. And Lindsey Graham, because they're I guess they were just like clumps of moles all over his butt uh. and taint, taint and sack. And he goes, oh, those just my little ladybugs. <laughs> it's so fucking, it's the grossest thing. And it's got, you have to believe it. Who would make that up? Who would fucking make that up about that well, specific now, guy and it be so believable? Now this guy, Matt Gates. Matt Gates is from the Florida Panhandle. And he's like, he has like a big, uh, he looks like, oh, he's got, he looks like, Beavis and Butthead at the same yes, time. Yes, he looks like... Um, he kicked out uh, Kevin McCarthy guy. Is that his name from the house? The Speaker of the House role? He looks like someone gave him a botched pile driver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. And so now they're digging up... All the Republicans who are mad at him have all this dirt on him, and it's all coming out. Like, I guess the one headline I saw said that, like, he bragged about taking Viagra so he could fuck all night. Like they're just gonna just say whatever he's ever said and report it, yeah. like leak it to the news. Like every, like every like little whispery locker room talk thing. They're just tr- they're gonna find shit on this guy. Yeah, because people are mad at him for for what he did. Because they they all do this shit. Like I've heard firsthand stories from people who work in politics about all kinds of fucking shit like fucking like wild shit wild sex party shit wild this and they only get away with it because they're all in on it it's like well you've heard stories what do you mean no i can't extrapolate i've heard stories i mean i can't i can't go any further than that but i've heard lots of detailed stories with photographic evidence about what goes on behind the scenes in politics and it's very, very real. All that. Sh- I don't. I don't believe you. I'm just gonna put that out. I there. can tell you off of off of uh, uh, off the record. I can tell you. All right. All right. So, it's all of that is is highly believable. The only reason they get away with it is because they all do it. It's like those L.A. cop gangs, like L.A. What is it? L.A.S.D. gangs. If you Google that, yeah. And yeah. and there's all these uh, stories about like they make a new guy that's getting into the cop gang, just kill a random fucking civilian because now we all saw you kill someone and we have the evidence. So you can't fuck us over. So that's the problem with the politics in general is independent people like our people that are fucking off the chain, not going to do what you fucking say. RFK type dudes are never going to get elected because They'll just spill the beans. They'll spill so many beans and everyone will be fucked. It makes me wonder every now and then a podcast guy who's like skeptical of like really powerful entities like big pharma or like military industrial complex or like corporate media and like kind of makes that their thing. People inevitably try to I guess cancel them for lack of a better term or try to dig up, put an ick factor on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it always makes me go, huh? I wonder if that's real or if they're just like, 
Because, you know, there's that guy, Father Coughlin, who was like a fascist. And like FDR is like, we got to get rid of this guy. And they did. And they and it's good that he went away. But it's kind of like that guy has a had a right to say is like fascist shit. You know? Yeah. He just like got too big of a an audience. I actually don't know that much about it. But it's just like every time that the mainstream or like regular news goes after a podcaster or somebody with like a YouTuber with like a huge audience who's like kind of attacking the power structure. It makes me wonder what's going on. Right. It's like that with a lot of like, I don't listen to Joe Rogan, but he has a lot of people that have are forward thinkers or alternative thinkers on his show that have different opinions from what the mainstream is. And they're usually accredited, um, and I've seen clips here and there for things because I'm on social media and I don't, I'm not a fan of Joe Rogan and, but so I don't look at it and be like, Oh, this is I am a, I believe what this guy says. I'm a, but when it gets attention, they're like, that's when I think, huh? I wonder why they care. Why do they, why do they need to disparage this? If it, if it's so fucking fake and obviously right. not correct, why do they need to call it out and bring attention to it to people that also cross over, listen to that and this? Yeah, it's like they they need to put an ick factor on it so people know to steer clear of this wild theory that COVID started in a lab. And it's just like, what if it did? Like, I don't fucking know. And also like, okay, the guy, the guy who was in charge of Ukraine they made that guy like a A-list celebrity in America. And it made me wonder, like, since the news is so corporate, what, like, who decides who is, like, a celebrity in a way? Mm-hmm. Like, if they're putting an ick factor on people going against it, no matter, like, if I agree with him or not. Like, I'm not saying, like, I agree. Like, I got vaccinated and, and like, everything. But... The people who were like, don't, or maybe we should ask about it, got pretty much ostracized and then ostracized for like everything that they said that goes like against the policy. I'm going to, I'm really walking a tightrope here it's because tough. I don't want to see. I'm watching you sweat. It's great. I know. Okay. So I guess what I want to get across is there is a mainstream narrative that you're supposed to stay within the boundaries of. And I'm in, and I stay in those boundaries because. You know, I don't have no one has convinced me to not. But when they start to overly attack the people who color outside the lines, that's when my antennas go up. And I think, huh, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, like what what are they worried about here? Because you're not a sheep. You're not like what that's all that all that. um, Well, we need to flip this. That's all to flip it for people that don't think. So you're yeah. you're a questioner. You want to know, well, no, what what's the rest of what am I missing? Well, here? yeah, I'm also because I'm done with Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm just done. Fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> well, I'm not going to keep putting money money into this broken vending machine. I haven't, I haven't watched the news in. I, for a while, I was I was habitually watching the news all day. It yeah. was, it's before pre-football season, before I watched 
you know, before all these football shows are just on all day. I just had the news on like on a low level and it fucking started to make my brain change. Like it just, yeah. it wasn't like I was focused on it, but just whatever the fucking poison is in that changed my whole um, way of thinking and feeling for like two months <laughs> for like up until like a month ago I was watching and I was just a fucking like I, I felt anxious I felt mm-hmm. unsure about the world yeah. and my own personal life I just felt like things were out of control and it's because I was fucking just staring at this shit and whatever they put in it to make you paranoid or they're really good at it man they're really good at making people scared and suspicious of each other and like if they're like hearing that we're really divided as a country and stuff you think like oh fuck here's what i think i think we're not i think we're not divided i think that if i was to sit down and somebody was like i'm a christian and uh in our house we believe in jesus blah 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 like i'd be like well i mean they have a right to do that and i have a right to not um do that like because and i think that afterwards we're, we'd be like we'd figure out something to be nice to each other about and that would be like it it's all you know what i mean yeah it's inconsequential like looking pe- somebody in the eye is different than being like some edgelord on the internet the more i i don't because i would watch equally um, like MSNBC, Fox News, set. like I would watch all of it because I want to see both sides. I want to see, well, it's interesting to me to watch one channel play a completely different thing and then watch the other one. Like, oh, this is why this one's saying this is bad, but this is why this one says this is good. And then I can make my own decision as to who's lying less to me. Regardless, I stopped watching it and my brain is back to fucking normal. I don't fucking care. I don't, when I'm out in the world, I don't look at someone with a, because I live in a smaller town in Michigan. Dudes come into the bar I'm at all the time with fucking Trump hats on still. And they sit at the bar next to me. And I'm not like, I'm just numbed to it because I'm not like, that's just a guy and he likes this dumb shit and he likes that hat. It's fucking, he's fucking washed from watching all this shit on TV. I don't in like, but there's a time and place when you would be in Los Angeles. Remember, people would have come into like a restaurant with a Trump hat on, and people like, "Get the fuck out of here! What the fuck, are you? you piece of shit!" Well, there is. I, I understand there, why there is there is an antagonistic aspect to it in L.A. that doesn't exist in Michigan. At no, a, at a bar in a small town, like if you wear that in Los Angeles, you're looking to. To ruffle some feathers, yeah. It's like wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's For like wearing. Sure. A, All right, that makes sense. It's like wearing a Michigan State jersey into the student section at a Michigan game, right? Like and being like, "What? I can't. I can't wear this." Like you fucking know that. Like everybody else is against this guy, so you're doing it antagonistically, which is a different. Like what? I was just sure. wearing a hat. Sure. Like no, you're not. That's. That's a that's a fucking that's a provocation. But it does go along with what the division is and that we have to kill this guy because he's he likes this. You know, it, like it, it's immediate anger and like 
Yeah. But when I when it happens here, and I'm just like you, like fuck them all. I don't <laughs> fucking well, so I, done okay, with so I think I think that that guy's dumb as fuck. Like if he's wearing that hat, I really do. Sure. Because that because it's because it's like after really like all this time later when he didn't do anything and you. He didn't do anything that he sure. said he was going to do. Like, I don't, you, not, still not, are, you still are just blindly supporting this guy. Like, but if I'm he's wearing gonna, a if he's wearing a Biden hat, I would think he was dumb as fuck too. Just to, just <laughs> sure, to be clear, sure. Just to be clear, and I understand like, that, if you if you wearing a hat of any of these fucks, like <laughs> I think I think less of you. Yes, the hat is the worst. <laughs> if you uh, wear your loyalty on your head on a hat, and it's like you wear it all the time. You're a fucking she. No, like like Trump is not signing a loyalty pledge to the Republican Party for 2024. He's going to wait and see if they fuck him over. And he's like, no, I'm not pledging loyalty. And I'm like, and they're mad about it. Everybody's like, that's weird. And it's like, it's kind of like, is it weird? Or should everybody be like that? Like, why don't you wait and see if this party's going to do shit for you? Before you just blindly accept everything that they say and do. Right. Well, people don't. In this one instant, in this one case, everybody should be more like Donald Trump. Well, okay. So the my point my point is, so well, this doesn't go off on a political tangent. Is that they all, they all suck dick and but fuck my, them. My, my point is, is that I don't care. I don't fucking believe any of them. And most people have tuned out a lot of this shit. And when the guy here comes into the bar with a Trump hat on and then there's a black guy next to him and then a lesbian couple at the booth behind me, no one cares because no really? one no no one cares about the Trump hat. They don't care. They don't like him, but they don't fucking care. No one's going to say a goddamn thing because no one cares. People just want to do that. Go to work and fucking that guy likes Trump and maybe he's racist or whatever you want to say. It just they don't care because they don't care about that guy. It guy doesn't matter. The guy's just a guy who's a fucking old fuck who likes Trump because he doesn't have anything else to identify with, and he's not like gonna come over and burn. He's just a he's just a dumb guy, and like my life has become easier when I'm just I can't do any of this shit. Fuck all you. I'm just trying to live my life and do my job and talk with Brido on this pod. And I can't fucking live a life of hate and anger because someone else is a dick. I can't fucking do it. And nor do I care. Where are you, Trump at? Fucking. I mean, there's a, there's, Luther I was Walgreens. in. Uh, I don't fucking. Whatever people do. I'm not, not my business. I was in Northwest Iowa at Lake Okaboji. And they have an amusement park there. It's a beautiful lake. It's a beautiful area. It's my favorite place in the world. And there was a guy wearing a cardinal and gold iowa state colored shirt that's in his shirt said i'd rather be in ames as in ames iowa where iowa state university is Mm -hmm. and i'm in my absolute favorite place in the world and this guy's wearing a shirt saying i'd rather be in ames and i stopped everything i was doing pointed at him and i go what a fucking idiot that's see that's not even playful that's just your psycho it was just like i don't know i cannot i cannot wear a michigan state hat or a t-shirt or sweatshirt out of the house 
to the grocery store, to a bar, to anywhere, to walk a couple blocks to the liquor store to get a six-pack. I can't do that without someone saying, go blue, or bad shirt, or I hate your shirt, or you need a new shirt, or whatever the fuck. That's in Michigan. <laughs> That's how people... That's so funny. And it's... Well, it's... The thing is, it's always like... It'd be like a guy begging for fucking change outside of the liquor stores. <laughs> it's, it's always... Oh, yeah. We call them Wal- Walmart Wolverines would be the, the term that we would use here in Michigan for... Because people who go to Walmart also love the University of Michigan, even though people who went there, for the most part, wouldn't piss them out if they were on fire. But Wal- yeah, there was like a while where... Um- Different Iowa grads and I noticed the shocking amount of unhoused people in L.A. wearing Iowa Hawkeye shit. <laughs> Maybe they like, where are you guys getting all this <laughs> Iowa shit? I mean, my answer for this, whenever this happens, is I paid money to go to school there to get a fucking um, uh, whatever. Depl- I, got, I graduated from here and paid them money. That's why I have this on. And they're always like, oh, and they immediately. It's not like a, I'm not coming back hard. It's just. Oh yeah, they they get reminded. I'm not I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm an alumni. That's just yeah. why I wear this shirt. Where did you go to yeah. fucking school? Nowhere. Delta College, the junior college down the street, or um, did you drop out of that too? Or did you go to some other fucking school? But you're a Michigan fan. Did you go to like fucking uh, Western Michigan? But you're a U of M fan. Like fucking, some, it's always some shit like that. Anyway, that's that's my piece on. Michigan it's funny, fandom. like to think, like yeah, like do you know the you know how Michigan plays other teams in sports? The, like those are schools that <laughs> right. other people go to. <laughs> right. If everybody went to Michigan, they wouldn't have anybody to play. No, everyone here is a Michigan fan. If you're a, if you're a Spartan fan, you're and they suck this year, which is not really great for um, shit talking with people. But if you went to the school. I don't understand being a big fan of a school you didn't go to. That's odd to me. It's a school. Well, culturally, in eastern Iowa anyway, Iowa, I used to think it was weird also. But my brother-in-law is from Venezuela. He's like a huge Iowa sports fan. And he didn't go to the school, but he like enjoys. He's from Venezuela. You know. he, can, he, can, he can adopt the team. <laughs> Find yeah, that. it's fun. It's fun to have him root for Iowa sports, I guess, because yeah. yeah. it's like it's a, you know, the Cubs being bad for as many years as they were bad after like they won the World Series, um, I guess, like a year or two of being bad, like kind of ruined a bunch of text message groups that I had that were like excited about it. Like my my dad, and my brother and I like brother-in-law and I text about Iowa sports. Like if the team is bad, that breaks down like social like groups. Yeah. It get like the, your team being good is something, something that like brings communities together. If your team is bad, like friends fall out because of that. If that's the only thing you have in common, like father son relationships and, you know, friends from your hometown that you have no other real, like, nothing in common with anymore like you always have like the team right wouldn't like michigan state um bar i go to owned by a michigan state guy so like when a michigan state's good the bar's full people all sparty shit on they play the fucking fight song it's so much fun 
they're so bad this year that no one comes. The community is not yeah. coming out because it's not even worth having a fucking thirty dollar bar tab to watch the game. No, just- have you watched? Uh, have you watched Michigan State in public when they've been bad? Like, I used to have to leave bars in Chicago when Iowa was bad at football. Yeah, it's just like, because people start talking shit and you're like so mad well, your team sucks. College and- football is also different because the score gets run the fuck up. Like yeah. when, yeah. when your team is down 42 to three, it's just like, yeah. why am I even watching this? It's not like the NFL, like, well, maybe it's 24 to nothing. Like something could happen and they, the other team could come back. Or at least I get to see something exciting, like Lamar Jackson uh, rushing touchdown or a superstar does something cool. And it's at least still has entertainment value, bad college football, bad college basketball, unwatchable shit because the entertainment value is not there unless there's any sort of competition yeah yeah it's no good it's just then it's like a high school there's no parody and that's what you you do want to see like a good game no matter you know right right unless unless you're mean you just want to see like your team blow them out (laughs) yeah friendly reminder new brand new episode of cards on patreon if you're enjoying the side antics of my Idiot crew of friends and a very, uh, very real Midwestern reality show only on a, on a podcast. That's uh, that's exciting. You, new episode every fucking uh, what? Come, we record Wednesday, comes out Thursday. We record this on Thursday, it comes out on Friday. So please. you got to pay for the racism, folks. Oh, right. There's no the racism on the show. And there's no Oreo cookie splatter on my back. And there's no caviar in my penis. The bridal's misinformation <laughs> is getting wildly out of hand. When you're saying cards with is hosted by co-hosted by racist Carl, then um, that was folk. Uh, you know, I could blow that off, but now I'm starting to. My penis is coming in to it, and my my my, my back ladybug moles that you've made up—they're not ladybugs. They're flat. They're small. They're so like they just a bunch of them. So. God damn it. Let's do some power power tube. And then, um, you know, we'll get out of here after we do these little tidbits. My show of the week, Gen V on Prime. It's a boys spinoff. It's, uh, if you like the boys, which I fucking love the boys, um, Gen V is like a more of a teen angle, but it still has all the little bits of the boys' crudeness and fun that you come to expect from a really raucous adult rated R superhero uh, venture, which I like Gen V from the world of the boys. It says Gen V on Amazon prime. V is the chemical that makes them superheroes. Yes. Better than nothing. And then there was a, there's a, there was a newer season of the boys that I guess I just didn't watch. And I binged that whatever the last season. And I, I, I stopped watching the boys and I don't know why. I don't know why you would. It's like the boys winning time. Like there's a handful. I stopped of, watching winning time. Oh too. my God. These are the best shows. Man. I don't have a lot of TV watching time, I guess. Well, you're watching like general Custer's last stand on PBS or something. That's pretty good. You should check that out. <laughs> the West. Oh, I want to see. I, I want to see okay, superheroes my, rip each other's heads off, fuck and stuff. Um, 
the wrestlers on netflix it's about i I, i'm still it's still good i granted i've not been around a tv much since we last spoke which was i think wednesday morning of last week but uh that al snow netflix reality show so good I think you may have recommended it last week, but I don't recall. Maybe you had. Yeah, I talked about I talked about that and the many, the Saints of Saints of Second Chances was like the one that yes. I've been. That's what people we are slowly watching that and telling me that they also really liked it and thanking me for that suggestion. But wrestlers on Netflix about OVW, the Louisville, like the former feeding system to WWE. It produced kind of Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Batista, Randy Orton, like the biggest uh, names of. The aughts were kind of came out of this OVW. Sounds great. Um, Ohio Valley Wrestling. And it's this guy who's this Kentucky, Matt Jones is his name. He's a Kentucky Wildcat um, sports radio guy who kind of comes in with the money to save it. But he ha- he wants to input his ideas into it. But he's got epilepsy and everybody hates him. And it's a very interesting dynamic. <laughs> My dog sneezed. <laughs> I could hear it. That's the yeah. That's how loud a a four hundred pound dog sneezes. <laughs> it's loud enough to hear through He's your microphone. Taker, hey bud. <laughs> cutie pie. Him, looking Big at old me. cutie pie. Yeah. He tore his ACL and now he got a tweaked other ACL, but now he's fine. He's oh, fine. good. Well, he's too much. He's like these NFL players. They got too much muscle and body, and then can't the little uh. The ligaments are not strong enough. Yeah, he doesn't know his own strength. He's kind of like Brock Lesnar himself. <laughs> I'll watch. I'll watch the wrestlers. Wrestlers. I think you'll. I think you'll like it. Uh, well, I, I'm. I'm sans Netflix until after the NFL season. Okay. Because uh-huh. I watch enough. I have enough stuff to fill with Prime and HBO Max and whatever, which I don't like. I don't like Max. I want it back to just HBO. I can't, yeah, I, can't fi- I can't find anything. It doesn't have like the same little sidebar that has the just added that I would go to. And then it'd be like, oh, this dumb comedy I never saw came in here or this fucking movie that I haven't seen in forever. I can't fucking find anything. And I don't care about all the Mac shit. I don't care about all this, all your fucking B team JV squad fucking Bush League programming. <laughs> Give me the good shit. It's fucking aggravating. And I know they did that because yeah. they didn't have enough content because they can't afford it. So they're like, we'll yeah. just put all our other side crap on here. And then it doesn't even have like the Max, all the Cinemax stuff. There's stuff on Cinemax that's not on there. You got to have the other. It's super aggravating. And yeah, I fucking there's hate it. like I go to like documentaries on Peacock and it's like. Almost like puff piece ass, like e television network level documentaries like right it's it's really weird when your brain thinks it's going to be like this really well done thing and you can tell that they made this whole thing in 48 hours yeah no like, i'm almost ready to get rid of max until like whenever something new comes because there's just nothing new, on there. uh yeah the new thrones or whatever new something new something good because there's shit on there even like my favorite show on there is real sports with bryant gumbel and the new episode was all about dogs. It was like all dog shows and dog racing. They made the whole episode fucking dogs. And I watched half and I had to turn it off 
not that was the last straw i think for me like now there's all there is is like fucking bill maher and i can't watch bill maher anymore i was watching him for a little bit and that, he, he's just irritating to me i can't even i can't even hate watch him anymore i used to be i used to like watching his monologue and now it's just come on folks i'm like i want to punch you in the mouth i don't not about <laughs> it's, not that I, it's not that we disagree it's just like you fucking suck and i i don't like you <laughs> Why am I watching a person I don't like on TV? That makes no fucking sense. It doesn't matter. He's what- like in the old. I don't understand like this whole like old man, like mad that the world changed. It's like, do you realize what it would be like if sixty-five-year-old white guys ran everything? It'd, like shit would. There'd be no culture. Like. Since when is being old and white cool? Fucking never. No, no. I, we're su- we're supposed we're supposed to be. I mean, I remember one time when you, there was like rappers all started getting tattoos on their face, and you're like, "Yeah, this horrifies me," and it should. I'm 40 years old. If rap isn't scaring the fuck out of me, it's not doing its job. <laughs> right. You said to- that. You said that to me, and I was just like, "Yeah, I guess." Yeah, it's like I'm I'm older than my parents were when like Nirvana came out, and my parents were like, "Ooh, fuck yeah, Nirvana!" It's it's but, so it's supposed to be dangerous. Yeah, you're supposed to scare the shit out of your like the next generation, and he's like a grandpa age, and he's just like, "Why do women have big eyebrows?" Again? It's it's funny that. I've reached the age where a lot of new rap, if I hear it coming out of a car or it comes on a jukebox at a bar or whatever, I'm immediately like, oh, God, fucking someone turn this shit off. Please turn this yep. shit off. Please turn this yep. shit off. And yep. like, I'm like, oh, I'm my, this is what my dad felt like. This is exactly yeah, what my dad felt like. Picture your dad like listening to like smells like teen spirit. He'd be like, I can't understand what they're saying. Like what? There's no melody here. There's no <laughs> melody. The just, yeah, just loud, quiet, loud. And... <laughs> well, I've had. Oh enough. my god! I've had I, I wonder. I wonder if you can hear a friend of mine, Jason Ebert, set, who listens to, I believe he listens to this program, sent me a reel of a guy rapping, Mister Mister Brown, can moo by dr seuss Mm, i don't know that one but okay it's like it's actually good i'm gonna play (laughs) i want to know if you can hear this if not then i'll turn it off but yo this is mr brown can move can you written by dr seuss i'm gonna wrap this book all the wonderful things Mr. Brown can do He can go like a cow He can go moo moo Mr. Brown can do it man How about you He can go like a bee Mr. Brown can buzz yes. How about you Can he go buzz buzz He can go like a cork Pop 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 He can go like horse feet Pop 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 He can go eek, eek, Like a squeaky shoe He can go like a rooster Cockadoodle doo He can go like a now Hoo 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 Cockadoodle doo Hoo 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 How about you He can go like a rain Dibble 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 dop Dibble 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 dop 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 He can go like a train Choo 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 All the wonderful things Mr. Brown can do Moo moo buzz buzz Pop 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 Clock, 
more and blur, 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 blur. Like a big cat drinking, slurp, 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 slurp. He can go like a clock, he can tick, he can talk, he can go like a hand on the door, knock, knock. Tick tock, tick tock, knock, knock, knock. All the wonderful things Mr. Brown can do. Blur, blur, slurp, slurp, cockadoo, do. Knock, 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 and hoo, hoo, hoo. He can even sizzle, sizzle, he can do that too. Like an egg in the frying pan, how about you? Mr. Brown is so smart, smart as they come. He can do a hippopotamus chewing gum. Grum, 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 grum. Mr. Brown is so smart, he can even do this. He can even make noise like a goldfish kiss. Boom, 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 Mr. Brown is a wonder. Boom, 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 Mr. Brown makes thunder. He makes lightning, splash, splash, splash. It's very, very hard to make a noise like that. All the wonderful things Mr. Brown can do. Moo, moo, buzz, buzz, pop, pop, pop. Eek, eek, hoo, hoo, clop, clop, clop. Dibble, dibble, dop, dop, cock a doo doo. Grum, 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 choo, choo, choo. Boom, boom, slap, slap, tick, tick, tock. Sizzle, sizzle, blurp, blurp, knock, knock, knock. A slurp and a whisper and a fish kiss too. Mr. Yo. That's it. That's, that's really fantastic. I know. It got me I nodding. Was like, I was nodding. <laughs> I was moving. Yeah. That, fuck yeah. In do the all, video, the, do what, all the Dr. What, Seuss books. <laughs> What you're not seeing is him flipping through and he's saying every word that's like in the thing. Yeah. No, I love it. It sounds great. No, that's good. I like that. I would just listen to that. That should be a whole like album produced by Adult Swim or something that's all Dr. Seuss like green, books. green eggs and ham. Yeah. And license like, yeah. it. License it for kids. Like that's a fucking home run. Someone's going to make a lot of money on that. Someone has yeah, I to. Mean, Someone sent me that. I was like listening to it. I was like, this is, that's my song I'm going to pick. No, that's good. No, we played the whole uh, thing. So, Mr. Mr. Brown by Dr. Seuss. Fantastic. My song of the week. For Power Grooves, uh, my song of the week is Plowed by Sponge off of 1994's Rotting Pinata. Sponge, I believe, from uh, Detroit, Michigan. Ooh. Do you recall this song, Brad? Mm, how's it go? Can you hum a few bars? In a world of human wreckage When I'm lost and I'm found And I can't touch the ground I'm plowed into the sound I got nothing. You would know it. It was like, it's like 94. It's like, it's Detroitish, but it's grungy. It'd be lumped. You might have owned it if you owned uh, Stone Temple Pilots and Pearl Jam, oh, etc. I like Stone Temple Pilots. Well, it's uh, it, I it came on something the other day, and I was like, I forgot that band existed, and then it brought me good memories of living in East Lansing and purchasing it from the Tower Records, which ooh, very very cool. Well, I think that about does it, Brado. Yeah, that was a really cool. wide range of topics on that episode. I mean, we're given like a real potpourri of topics to these pigs. <laughs> gotta feed the pigs. You gotta feed them. Gotta, gotta feed the pigs. Every episode, motherfucker. Every episode, I sit down and I'm like, I got nothing, and then somehow we <laughs> we duck and ditch and dive through a bazillion things, and I don't even remember what we talked about. But I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Brado, congrats on all your successes with the book and your sold out shows, etc. in Chicago. And you hold in there and just keep pushing. Try and get try and squeeze some more juice out of that fucking rot. You know, when you got the squeezer and you're getting the lemon juice out, you squeeze it out, you put it back in, you flip it over, you squeeze it again, and then you're still uh riding off the coattails of dad boner fucking ten years later. <laughs> hey man, it gave a lot of people happiness. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I should probably do something else. But I don't know how to. Love you, Brad. Baby. Really about the weekend, you guys. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, you see sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. 
late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power. 